Okay. Five, four. Remember that question? He, remember that comment he made about my energy? Rude. Rude. My energy. I want to welcome Otto Toronto within the traditional territory of the Mississauga people. I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. He just said, I feel like. So whatever you're feeling, take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. John has an apology he needs to issue. And I would like to hear it. Guys, this, Vol- this show's running. Volume Let's up. Go. Keep it professional. Yeah, we hoped it was running the last time, too. <laughs> Not even a sound effect? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? That one? Did I get it? <laughs> oh, the fire you missed on that first take. <laughs> Dear listeners. Hot fire. <laughs> <laughs> But again, welcome back to another episode of Not That Sorry. You're here to be as fun and as fine and as black and as Canadian as we are with no apologies for it, making you not that sorry about it. So I'm Jan, not Jan or Jane or Jean or Jen or Jem. And I'm here with Antonia, not Antonio or Antoinette. Uh, John's here too, and that's John with no H because those are different people. Yes, they are. So that's how, we're, that's how we're kicking in March's door this year. At the time of this release, it will be March. Killing one microaggression at a time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stay tuned for more. <laughs> Spoken. No, just kidding. Don't. Don't do that. So here we go with a tight-ish five. Yeah. So Jeremy Lin speaks to anti-Asian racism and violence after being called coronavirus on the court in a G League game. Uh, he said in a in an IG caption statement press release that um, he's not going to be naming names or shaming anyone. He's just going to let the investigation take its course. But he is an individual. He's not going to stand by and be complicit to racism anymore, especially as it deals with anti-Asian racism. And I bring that up because I want to talk about it at a later time. Mm. When we have more time to expand on it. Perhaps in a Not That Live. Perhaps. Mm. Oh, when we when we take it serious <laughs> and reveal that John was behind the coats the whole time. You're right, Jamal. I'll get it next time. Yeah. It's like the price is right theme song. <gasps> That's exactly what it is. You got it. This whole time. Having a moment. Yeah. I'm having a moment. She's having a real realization. Wow. The the light in this room just got so much brighter. Oh my gosh, we have Four bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, the New York Times released an article saying that um, after a study of shows between 2018 and 2019, Netflix productions of films um, are found to be more di- more diverse than studio films. Uh-huh. I mean, the article does go on to say that they're still lacking in LGBTQ representation, but still uh, doing better than the old money studios. They are opening a shop in uh, Toronto. They are. A studio. I mean, a Netflix? office. Head, yeah. Head, head, what? 
There's already a production hub out here, but yes, they are okay. opening offices. T.O. Aw. That's nice. Having several moments today. Yeah. <laughs> Whole new world, eh? But back, but back on so that many. music vibe, um, <laughs> Antonia and I were two of the over 100,000 that tuned into the D'Angelo and Friends Versus. That was beautiful. Having a great time. Awesome. Feeling like a real virtual concert that I can't believe I didn't pay for. <laughs> like, it was so good. As always, I thoroughly enjoy all the memes. Yeah. They come out of this. The people who could not wait were so excited, blocked out the rest of the day, dropped their kids off at their parents' house. <laughs> like, nonsense. So good. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah. I, w- I was basically like, no one called me. I'm busy. I'm you so <laughs> busy right now. <laughs> when you post on your Instagram, I was like, ah, yep. Yeah, <laughs> that talk. is the do not disturb. Yeah. Precisely. <laughs> Please don't. Um, and that led to, at least for me, uh, another like hour and a half of like a YouTube rabbit hole of music videos from that time because after he did untitled i had to go back i had to revisit that music video of course and then just revisit that era and uh texting jamal shout out to jamal um nothing says hi this is the year 2000 like a lyric mentioning or a music video image of a two-way pager (laughs) this was the height of technology (laughs) And it makes me laugh all the time. Guys, we peaked. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, we made it. It was, they were little laptops. Like, so yes, they were. Bad. Yes, they were. Uh, moving on. I also buckled down and watched um, 2020's Being Black in Canada, presented by CBC. Nice. Um, it was actually pretty good. Like, it was a little more than a half hour, and it just, it kind of flew by. But the highlight for me was... Um, they they brought on the cast of the Book of Negroes limited series. Amazing. So everybody's there, and the director's like, yeah, surprise, getting a sequel that's <gasps> set in Africville. So I'm quite excited for that because that's I thought that miniseries was brilliant, and I thought it was really well done. And I think the three – I can safely say the three of us are all fans of the book who have read it. Yes. And, yeah, I'm – I was pretty delighted by that news. I'm like, look at this full on reunion and oh, information. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty dope. And in arbitrarily sad ish news, uh, Sid and Tim, longtime sports broadcasters, have called it quits after 17 years. Damn. Um, I wish them the very best. My time with them at the score was was delightful. I have nothing but great things to say about the both the both of them. And Sid's actually very well suited to daytime TV. So I just hope everybody raises up to his energy. That's awesome. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Step your game up. Yeah, yep. Um, and Tim Sting um, is keeping the show alive with a Tim and Friends sort of thing with rotating co-hosts. So I think that'll be pretty cool, too. And um, my heart hurts because Daft Punk has broken up. 28 years. They owe me nothing. Nothing at all. But... Yeah, and it's actually funny that it happens because every so often I'll revisit, like, the Tron soundtrack and be like, oh, yeah, this dope Daft Punk album, just for no reason. It was, I mean, for all the reasons. Well, for all the reasons, because it's it's exactly what Tron they, is. I mean, but Tron, like, who else are they going to choose? Yeah. Makes me want to look on Kijiji for a Wii and a DJ Hero so I can play, play as them and yes. <laughs> have a grand old time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's all I got for my tight five. Anybody got a last-minute thing to make John worry about the time we're spending? 
No, other than I've just thoroughly enjoyed all the different posts and stuff we put out for Black History Month, and I'm really pleased that everyone was so excited about them and engaged really well. And I had quite a few people say, "Wow, I'm so happy you guys post this stuff because these things that I just was never taught and didn't know." Yeah. And look at all these great Black Canadians doing all this dope stuff, or had done this dope th- this stuff, and we're just so excited that we get to learn all these new things. And I was like, "That's cool." Yeah. So Mishi B mentioned us. I'm done with you peasants uh, it, uh, she mentioned us cardinal official mentioned us uh, yeah Deborah Cox didn't mention us but she saw our story oh my god so uh beneath all of you now so <laughs> who are you literally up here looking from our lofty towers <laughs> spitting yeah so while i polish my tiara we'll uh, take this short break next stop what you say should have been more of a this motion, John. <laughs> this motion. Come on. Fluid. <laughs> Fluid motion. Yeah. It's like you've never done this before. <laughs> but we're back. Sometimes I wish this was video recorded. <laughs> I'm working on it. We're back and let's get into what you're saying. John and I secretly have beef. Stay tuned for our diss tracks. <laughs> but in the meantime. John's going to be scathing. Yeah. John, lube up your, your eye holes because you're going to be rolling your eyes. We're here to discuss reality TV and its representation, specifically when it comes to Canada. And this comes on the heels. I will, I will be fully transparent about it. The cast announcement of Big Brother Canada, which a show I've never watched. I needed Antonia to prepare a PowerPoint presentation. I didn't with, realize how uh, much I remembered off with the charts and graphs and <laughs> explanations. I don't know how this show works. I never watched it. Never watched the U.S. one either. <laughs> so it had come to our attention that now we're apparently of age where we can know people or very casually know people who are cast in reality shows now. So that's what's happening to us. We may yes. become an unofficial Big Brother <laughs> smack talking podcast. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where our lane's going to be in this, just, but... Just 30 seconds of recaps. We're, we're here talking about it right now, because... 15, a tight 15 seconds of recap. Yeah, like... So, a lot of our reality shows come as copies of U.S. franchises. Mm-hmm. Not always, but most of the time. And I just want to know, like, do you, of the ones that you have taken in, whether by intent or against your will, John... Is it, do you think it's a hesitation to fully embrace the trashy trash that like, that draws us to some of the U.S. franchises that are, and I say the U.S. franchises that are more um, character and story, like plot than, like competition, I know Canada holds up, like singing competitions, dancing competitions, like Canada holds up. But I mean these like personality, quote unquote, driven, you know, almost wrestling style caricatures of humans <laughs> like do, is it that canada can't really embrace the trashy trash of it all because we just have to remain this these upstanding polite societies i think it's just easier to watch america do it because we're just used to them being garbage out loud <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to canadians yeah it's like we we know that canadians aren't pristine and perfect and without you know disarray and nonsense we know that we're not without fault but it's it's easier to watch someone else be bad at something than to admit that the people that you (laughs) that you (laughs) are part of or hold near and dear for whatever reason are also um garbage so for me i also too like american shows do it in such a spectacular way 
that it's like watching this entire forest burn down is like <laughs> damn it fascinating whereas in canada it's like it's trying to be the forest but really it's just someone's backyard and like the two trees they planted like 20 <laughs> years ago so it's kind of sad i i want to say we've stepped up since then yes yes but in the, for me in the beginning watching canadian reality-ish television shows was just like uh, it was yeah it was the equivalent of me watching stand-up that wasn't vetted damn like I, that's so specific, but so real. I would rather watch somebody stand up that has been vetted and put out on like Netflix or wherever else that's like been like Damn. set in stone than to sit in a comedy hall. You're and not like, here for I the can't go to Yuck Yucks. I can't go. Like I tried one year. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to it. I'm going to, and I literally, I got this little money tickets. I was like, nope. Because the secondhand embarrassment that reached my insides while I went to go press checkout was too much. Wow. And I was like, okay. So that's how I felt about. For the longest time, watching Canadian reality shows. I have to stop putting reality in quotes. It's safe. It's reality shows. Yeah. Script, for Canadians. Know, scripted reality. It feels um, too close to home because, like, these people are from cities that either have either lived in, yeah. visited, know people from. So those connections are there where I can be like, Alabama or whatever, no clue. Yeah. <laughs> and I can just, like, happily categorize all those people <laughs> as this one person, knowing that that's not really the case. I can leave that alone. But I think... Canada, you know, as we build um, more so with like the, you know, our, our, our sets and our studios and that kind of stuff, but also now making more and more shows here. And now we have more and more um, representation here and people are just kind of getting more used to having Canadian shows at the forefront and not just like a, oh, that's cute canadian show like we're now yeah, like like we're not we're rising to the occasion now yeah i feel like exciting. we were past the the growing pains of like the early seasons of shows like if you yeah. even the more established ones like if you look back at the first american idol or like the first season of rupaul's drag race and rough y- yeah because it you had to take a minute to yeah to get everything on board and to get everything going the way you, the way you wanted to where like canada's drag race for for instance like came in looking like season 10 yeah and it didn't have to do all these things she didn't have to have that those production growing pains of looking like yeah i mean they still had their moments because if if you remember every time they went back to the workroom they the studio was clearly cold and everybody's (laughs) under blankets so it it felt like watching korean dramas (laughs) where everyone's like it's supposed to be 30 degrees in the summertime and they're all like (sighs) cold air yeah (laughs) like to like breath but also i think we give more allowances to american shows to be bad True. Than we do to Canadian ones. Yeah. So we'll watch them through those growing pains for seasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas, like, we won't give Canadian shows the time of day. And then their seasons die. We're like, oh, why don't we have more stuff on TV? Like, because no one's watching. Yeah. Why are we like that? I don't know. We just, we're not ride or die like, like Americans are. There's something to be said about patriotism. Sometimes real scary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but other times, really beneficial in terms of boosting the stuff that you do. So yeah, just, just being supportive. Yeah. Do you find yourself um, sort of like, hoping the black cast member isn't the villain or just a trash human on, on screen. Like I, I find myself doing that and I, it, it makes me hesitant to watch yes, certain things. I'm I like, Oh, and when he's trash, when they're trash, I'm like, Oh no. Right. But then I'm also <laughs> like, but why don't we give them allowances to be bad? Why don't yeah. they have to be the good guys? We let you know, the white know. or non black counterparts be evil and be conniving and be this and be mean and whatever. But we like black people have to be here. They have to be the bar. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of hope that the like I have enjoyed watching later seasons of um, reality shows in the states where black castmates are just like I'm not some meek and mild whatever like if I feel sometimes type of way of something I'm gonna say it I'm like good <laughs> and if Stacy over there wants to talk about how you're being aggressive get in her face too and chances are they will <laughs> they're like. 
don't paint me as this black girl doing this, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you're allowed to be catty, I can be catty too. Why can't I voice my opinion? I was like, ah, excellent. Yeah. Because in previous seasons, they'd be like, okay, I don't want anyone to label me as, you know, that person or not talk to me because they think all black people are aggressive. And I'm like, nah, be aggressive. <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe, maybe they had it coming. <laughs> but like, going back to Big Brother Canada, it came to my attention just shortly before we started recording that... Already, before we've even hit go, we've replaced a problematic cast member for some some old, were they tweets? Um, so what I'm seeing is that there are either former friends of his or people in his life who have, like, reported this, I guess. Mm. And so that's why some people on the internet are like, oh, but these are, like, baseless, blah, blah. Like, one person's on about, like, ruining someone's career, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm all for ruining racist careers. Like, a career is really a care. reality TV Thank star? You. Like, there's... Like, but they're thinking future endeavors because as someone, who, again, who has watched I think he's so in many, his 20s. Right? But as someone who's watched a lot of reality television, um, if you are on this show and are an awful person, you get burned immediately in the outside world if you are publicly terrible on this show. There are people who have left Big Brother and have been jobless. Oh. Because their employers see what's going on and are just like, oh, well, we can't have that person represent us. And well, they're, like, doing big things. They're not just, like... Well, don't, like... Don't monsters hire each other? Like true, but then like once they're in the public eye, right? The the big people have to be like, oh well, we can't <laughs> we can't publicly have this person on our staff anymore. So yeah, and then true. and then because of that, the snowball effect happens, and a bunch of people now are like, oh, we won't work this person. Blah blah. blah. And I'm like, okay. So the argument is that that's gonna happen to him. But honestly, you deserve it. If this is the yeah. nonsense that you're into, you deserve it. Yeah, and it allegations of racism, homophobia, and sexual assault like those are. This isn't the same as, like, oh, hey, he snuck into a Leafs game without paying. Like, this isn't... Yeah. Like, these are serious things. And whether it's a... Not to say whether it's true or not, but, like, that's a pretty serious thing to, like... You'd have to be some kind of monster to falsely accuse someone. Not to say it's not possible, but you'd have to be really elaborate to... to dive on somebody who... It's not like he holds public office... It's not like he's in a position of power, real decision making that yeah. affects others' lives. He's on TV. Yeah. But Casual I'm viewing, low stakes TV. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hearing claims of him like saying the N word, saying the R word. You're saying sexual assault allegations yeah, and stuff yeah. too. Like, you know, these are big, big three. <laughs> homophobia as well too. Like, these are big things. So, and uh, like the internet is saying too, it's best that they nip this now. Absolutely. Because Big Brother is known for having castmates on the show weeks in who are displaying all signs of awfulness until they're just like okay well now we gotta deal with it but the damage has been done and then some yeah um not only to you know the people on the show but the people who are viewing it as well too who are just like well that's not a safe place to be in yeah and now we um, don't have to fix it and post like exactly <laughs> you know what i mean like exactly. you just get rid of him yeah get some headline times and then focus on well vote for your house captains or whatever they're doing this season that's different than other seasons i didn't watch yeah so alleged friends of eth of this castmate um started claiming on social media that he had used racist and homophobic language in the past there were also sexual assault allegations that came to the surface there was a degree of uncertainty pertaining to what global tv would do about these claims but the network has now issued an official statement regarding the matter this is according to not calgary herald another thing but anyway so it seems like these are valid enough claims. These mm-hmm. claims that they're not going to take lightly, which uh, is good. It's better than what other networks have done in the past. Yeah, because I feel, especially when Canada copy copies a show, that there's a real opportunity for to be more diverse than the um, than the American part counterpart that's rarely taken. And I think it's 
it's strangely Canada focuses more on not having everyone from everyone in the cast being from Toronto <laughs> yes. more than, oh, hey, this should be. And I mean, I can't speak to I don't work in that part of TV. I don't know how vast casting is. I don't know who of every group comes out for these things. And you and I understand the need of trying to, you know, steer steer a show to look a certain way and to and to have situations play out a certain way and you just yeah. might not have the the person i guess yeah and nor should and it's a tough decision to make your to decide if your show should suffer so that someone can be on on the screen yeah it's suffer quote unquote like yes <laughs> go in the direct go opposite of the direction that you're you're trying to steer these events in so i don't know um this isn't the only show dealing with with racism right now. I've only heard adjacently because I don't watch The Bachelor either. I guess why am I talking about reality TV when I'm really sounding <laughs> like I don't watch it? I do watch some crap sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there was the the U.S. Bachelors going through their thing because the first time in thirty seasons they have a black bachelor, but he's biracial and. The contestants are mostly white or whatever, and then the host said some nonsense on the former Bachelorette's and podcast, like and, but he's stepping away, stepping not away. yeah, not stepping off or whatever. Yeah, um, where I think if Canada were to apply themselves to make a Bachelor, that I want to, I want to believe that they would take that opportunity to really say, "Hey, this is what totally doesn't work about the formula over yeah. there." And, you know, we've got places in Muskoka we can put these, we can put all these people, like, we can run a Canadian Bachelor, and here's how it isn't going to look. Yeah, and I think... And I think they'd get it right. Canadian shows as well, too, or at least Canadians, I find. We spend a lot of time observing what not to do. Yeah. And being like, well, <laughs> we're going to go this way. Like, it's, the mentality isn't, you know, well, I have to experience it in order to know how much it sucks. Nope. <laughs> like, I've watched how that bridge has burned 45 times and they keep just trying to patchwork repair it. I'm just going to build a better bridge yeah, and not have to do this over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, yeah, that is very Canadian of us. <laughs> yeah. Right. Cause like, we don't want to have to deal with that flack. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I also could, for some reason, I, uh, I imagine, I mean, back to this Canadian bachelor, like we, we get our very first season would be this super hot, well-to-do mohawk man, and it would just like it just be Incredible. the the most course corrected. Yes, I mean, here like, for it, and like, I'd watch it because they're bachelors. On how <laughs> so many representation seasons? matters, like, right? How many seasons they finally have a black bachelor? Where like the season before the Bachelorette was the first, or no, the second, I think. Mm-hmm. Black Bachelorette, like, after years. Yeah. Whereas Canada would be like, okay, we're not going to see a white person for 25 years. Like, <laughs> Can't even get on the show. <laughs> like, you can't, like, unless you are exceptional in all ways, you will not be on the show. We need to see your credentials. We need to see what you've done in your community. It's going to yeah. be like getting to an Ivy League. Like, what are your extracurriculars? Very nice. Like, comparison. that's how they're going to treat it. Because it's not going to be enough to just be pretty and fun and, you know, yeah. Your friends say you're cool. No, no, no. What have you done for the community? How are you fighting anti-black racists? Like, we're what we're not doing? combing your last two years of social media. Thank we're combing your entire your history. Your whole history. The way that they like to do to non-white people. We're going to do yeah. it to you. Full background checks. Yeah. Full criminal checks. Yeah. We're going like to ask if you're the only person in your family who's ever graduated from university. It's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> I can't wait to be part of the selection committee. <laughs> Someone hire me. I'm really great at this. Yeah. I have enough, enough uh, reality television history and know-how to be a part of this yeah but i mean the reality it would be it would be the first three seasons would be 
interchangeable white guys. The first one would be someone of color adjacent. Yeah, it would just be. Yeah, that would be very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't do it, but also kind of do it. But don't do it. <laughs> but like, don't Unless do I it. get to work on it. I'm saying, if you let me be part of the selection process, we can, we can do this. Right? Um, but I mean, just to own up to some of the reality show I have watched, like, I dove into the circle. Oof. Which, how come they didn't do one during the pandemic? It is, by default, COVID safe and friendly. Thank you. They're in their own places. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're not they, seeing anybody. Exactly. And the only time There's no crew in there. They leave. <laughs> Hi. It's perfect. Hi. Like, they're filming another season of The Circle US show, but. and The Circle France that I watched en français. Incredible. Yeah, good times <laughs> both of those shows. And I don't care who knows. <laughs> oh, man. John, any thoughts about reality TV? No. Awesome. <laughs> Bringing that fire. And that heat. My enthusiasm. <laughs> nice. Here for it. I mean, That's the only nice. thing you need to watch is um, Top Chef Canada. That's about it. There's a, why can't I think of it? There's a Canadian baking show that's actually kind of cute, too. Is that great? Top show. No, no. It's like, no oh, the Great Canadian, is it called Great Canadian Baking Show? Because there's a Great British Bake Off. But yes. I, think, I think it's called Great Canadian Baking Show. I yes. Think. That's the one. It's very cute. Yeah, that's as far as I go. Top Chef, huh? Yep. Didn't Canada also do a Master Chef that I think was pretty decent? Uh, Probably. It's all about the Master Chef Junior. I'm always in awe of kids who just know about kitchen gadgets and things and techniques. Right. And I'm just like, what do you do if that's your kid? <laughs> like, uh, like, all right, well, here's your baking kit. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> Why did this happen to me? <laughs> all right, so we're going to call it there. John's uh, working on his audition tape for the next Blown Away. So he, too, can be a glass-blowing master. Or a, no, Forge Master is more your thing. Yes. Fortune and fire. Yeah. All right. So I guess I'm going to call it there. And we'll take the short break. <laughs> Next stop, let me ask you this, though. And we're back. Thanks for staying with us. The time has now come for a segment we call Let Me Ask You This, Though. So what's going to happen here is I'm going to ask my co-host a question that on its own may seem a little odd. Then one by one, we'll take our turns answering this question and very likely learn a little something about each other in the process. No. So just to go full circle, since we spent time talking about reality TV, let's talk about the internet. The world's scariest place. So scary. And social media. Oh my God, so scary. So let me ask you this though. What internet slash social media job or plane of existence do you find yourself curious about or just flat out cannot understand how it's gotten as far as it has? Every stupid internet challenge. Go on. <laughs> Go on. It literally just people who are literally at their wits end when it comes to actually boredom. And well, I mean, some of them, these things. They, they've... They have evolved, at least. Like, we're not dumping buckets on our head anymore. Some have oh, to learn a little... Even some, dumber stuff. So some have to learn a little choreography sometime and call that a challenge. Like, what, is there one in particular where you're like, how did this happen, humanity? Pretty much every single one. Every day. Past <laughs> ones, former ones, ones that have been retired. Ones that people are conceiving just right now. Ones that climb on rocks. I don't... <laughs> Anything you've seen, like, recently that you're like, what is that? <laughs> We start naming them. I can't go off the top. I'm, like, I'm trying to think of, you think you I say internet trends? Like no, uh, no, no, no. 
challenges. Stupid challenges that somebody throws out there and then just turns around and goes around the world with everybody doing the same dumb thing and I'm trying to think of what that would be because now in the I don't think I can hate them all equally. Like there's there's one going around I saw recently where someone's like, Yeah, sit next to your dog and then like call them and see how they react. I'm like, that's kinda funny because there's they yeah. look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> there's, there's that one, but there's also like kiss your pet on the top of the head and see if the, how they react. So yeah. some of them are like, meh. I do love the one recently where people are like, hold your hand up to your child and see what happens. Some <laughs> kids are like, oh, some kids bite their parents. <laughs> kids some kids monsters. just put food and things in their parents' <laughs> hands that are pretty gross. I'm like, that's funny. I like that. That is funny. I guess, yeah, you're. So John hates children and animals. <laughs> yep. Especially the top, on the internet. The top of my list. <laughs> the top of your list. Yeah, that's, that's what I learned. Hide your animals. That's what I learned about John. I love the internet so is no place for kids or animals. <laughs> Makes sense. No one wants your <laughs> sniveling children. Yeah. John does not care about them. <laughs> As he retires to the to the coat rack. This is great. <laughs> to the coat rack. <laughs> Where you can find John most days. <laughs> Waiting to go. Yep, musing in the coat rack. <laughs> What about you, Antonia? <sighs> like things in it that just like don't make sense. Yeah, or some like or type of like internet job that like doesn't. Yeah, like I can't believe it's as a job thing. or plane of existence. Fair. Like um, something that I have only recently come about. Um, well, mm, I can't say recently. Something that has de- definitely been like um bigger in the internet world, especially in the younger internet world, are like internet houses. Hype houses for li- there is something called a hype house. Basically, there a bunch of bunch of influencers will live together uh. in houses and uh. create content and do all sorts of stuff. And like they oh. have these spaces where they they're all usually under like within like the eighteen to twenty five sort of age range. Is um, that, that kind of like what the like YouTube Red Space was supposed to be? But except they're doing it, but it's together. So, ins- but the YouTube Red Space was like a public space for like anybody. Well, not anybody. Like you would have to have a certain amount of followers, X, Y, and Z, to like yeah. be part of that space. Um, with these internet houses, people like all these young kids like live together, and especially in the age of TikTok now, like all these TikTokers will live together, create content together, all stuff too. And they have agents, they have this, they have that. Where I'm just like. They were doing that in, like, when YouTube was, like, at its, like, peak. Yeah. There were quite a few YouTubers who had, like, YouTube houses. And they yeah. would hang out and do that. There's still a few that do it now. I think Canada's King Batch was I think he was part of one similar. of those, too. Yeah. And so they kind of, but now it's, like, just learning the ins and outs of how these things work. And, like, their agents and the things they're booked for and this, that, the other. And, like, you're kind of helping you. Living in this house enables you to grow your audience because you're associated with x y because obviously there are people in the house who are more popular than others yeah but it like makes a bit of sense especially if you're like pulling equipment together you're yeah yeah but it's just like it's confusing to me like i i would not be able to live in a house where everyone all day is like sup guys hey blah 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 that hey sounds gonna exhausting. do a dance yeah cool yeah yeah i'd be like shoot me now <laughs> And, like, with these houses as well, too, like... You'd really I, have to be about that action. You'd have to be about that action, because I've... Isn't that, like, uh, what was it, the Rock Show Ballers? Did like, they live in a house? Well, I, I their office... Not like, the house, necessarily. Like, weren't they football <coughs> players? But the house... He's an agent in that one. Yeah. Yeah, but the agents eventually get squeezed out, and they have to form some type of 
oh, this must have happened after Share season two because that's space, when I stopped yeah. watching. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I also didn't watch Butlers, but if that's what you're comparing to, sure, I believe you. I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't know. So I thought it was more of a Silicon Valley sort of situation, like the show Silicon Valley, where uh, they live together to develop this app. So basically like that, but then you have all of these like, you know, early, late, but teens, more exhausting. Early 20, and it's just, huh. so I, I still have Snapchat. I don't know why, honestly, but mm-hmm. on Snapchat now too, in they, they have their own version of explore page Yikes. where you can like subscribe to like all these different like magazines or like other internet shows and other, but they'll also post like information on, cause all the, all the most popular people in the internet world are these young guns. So be like, look at so-and-so-and-so-and-so, what they're up to in their house of horror, basically. Um, like, who's dating who? And I'm like, oh, God. So one day I was like, okay, I want to know more about these houses. Because the, whoever their agents are, them, Chris Jenner, and the devil work hard. <laughs> so hard. The big That's three. Hollywood right That's now. That's Hollywood. So, like, they work, they work so hard. So they live in these big, big houses. They create all this content. They do all this stuff. They have these spaces. They live in. I'm just. I'm also looking at it from a perspective of being like, if I were a parent, <laughs> yeah. Unless I am just siphoning money for my child, who is because these kids are raking in serious money, mm-hmm. millions of dollars for a p- and like and the fact that we're not even allowed out of the house to go on it. Like they're making internet appearances on shows. This wherever her showing being like tapped for sponsorships for this X Y Z, and they're 21 millionaires yeah and i'm isn't that's what lou bro was doing with all the boy bands yes kind of <laughs> kind of yeah so that's something that i'm fascinated by but also this also horrified. sounds like what k-pop is all about yes oh, yeah. but allegedly without, but without the money because they do not right? treat them well right um so you know and you know then on the other side of that too is like you look at um all these the poppy people as well obviously in any situation are all white um, their black counterparts get paid pennies Yikes. compared to them. They get they get the hood mansion. They get the hood. No, they didn't get yeah, a mansion. If they happen to be in a mansion <laughs> with any of these white folks at all, they these get other the white kids, room, like they get the storage they, room. I probably. God so like I allegedly they're, allegedely their 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 um followings are you know they're big whatever else too but like they're like it's all about engagements right so like your following may be huge but like if people aren't engaging with your content as much then you're not really getting all the hype that you would be getting like your you know S- Susans and. Jeffries. Anyway, I can't. <laughs> Not Susan and Jeffries. Lucy's and <laughs> Kyle's. Um, so it's that the other side of the coin too, where like you go on the internet and everyone now like with these. I'm in awe of these Gen Z kids because them fighting for their rights for X, Y, and Z is so exciting to me because they know so much and yeah. they're involved in you know every aspect of their careers. I guess it's a career now. Yeah, in the U.S., they're looking to join the Screen Actors Guild yes. Union. So that they can be entitled to a pension, entitled to sick days and health benefits. And I'm like, yo, yeah, you're if we're looking at a tail of the tape, pound for pound, what everybody does, what what work everybody puts in. Yeah. That I mean, it's often equipment costs coming out of their own pocket. They're editing themselves. They're doing like everything. They're 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 a one man production or one to two man production. Yeah. You know, it's just them and a ring light and a prayer sometimes, but that's the cost of being independent. Yeah, it, that's yeah. that's exactly what burned out Lily Singh. She'd been putting content out ev- every almost day. every day for like three years. Yep, and wondered why she didn't feel 
successful yet. I'm like, because we didn't let you. We just kept consuming of you yeah. and didn't care what happened to you. Yeah. We're like, oh, thanks. Bye. See you tomorrow. Yeah. I won't claim to understand an algorithm. But yikes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just yikes. <laughs> you get what you pay into it. I guess. Yeah. So if you wanted to put some ad dollars out there, you'll get to them. You'll get it back. I mean, you got to spend a lot more for self-promotion and all the rest of that stuff to get your name. I mean, in the web world, obviously, like, say, SEO, it's hard enough to get whatever business or avenue you want to be technically on the front page of, or at least within the first two pages of um, your search, of your thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a wild, wild west for this stuff right now. Um, there's a lot of lead ponies going on. Yeah, and I'm sure, like, the rules keep changing. And the rules keep changing because, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, you you don't dictate what uh, Google does. Yeah. You don't dictate yeah. what Facebook does. Yep. At the end of the day, you will be paying Facebook and Google regardless of whatever adjustments they make. Like, isn't Twitter right now about to charge people for exclusive tweets? <laughs> Wait, exclusive tweets? Like an OnlyFans? I wish a Twitter Somewhat, would. Something like, like that, Like a yeah. Twitter's version of OnlyFans? Yeah. I wish a Twitter would. Char- What's an exclusive tweet? Like sponsored tweets? Hashtag well, no, it's, it's to get anymore? it's just it's, let's just say <laughs> let's just to really say we get let's just say we get we get to our the real gems. We live our full potential, uh, pretentious best on as as not that sorry. Like, and we have our following, and we're just like, okay, you know what? Let's just capitalize so like on this. Like a Patreon, even more. almost. Yeah. Well, you know is the trend right now. But you know the trend right now is literally to capitalize exactly platforms in which people talk. Masterclass. Yeah. Okay. Whatever Next. these things are, so it's like. <laughs> Like now, subscribe to this for Twitter's, the Twitter's just like, okay, let's just say we have an exclusive tweets that we just want to tweet out to only our closest Twitter friends or whatever. I mean, I hate Twitter at the best of times, but so a close I friends hate this. List. Well, a it's, paid, a, it's a, a subscription. Close it's, friends it's, list. Yeah, it's a Twitter announces super follows subscriptions super for creators follow. to charge for exclusive tweets. I got questions. Nah. I got questions. I have so many questions. So super follows ah. subscription models. So I mean, these are this is this is the the the, the layout of the land now. Just another yikes avenue ah. for you to get through. And I'm like, my thing with all this is, I mean, this is add this to weird. What I don't understand is yeah, this whole race to constantly capitalize on conversation now that goes online. Yeah. I don't understand it. Now, it's not, a, I don't see this being a long-term thing. It's like a boom or bust industry right now. And it's based on how many, well, important people you feel like you can get on your network that people want to actually start to pay for to sit on their conversations on <laughs> whatever nonsense they want to talk about. Like, yeah. So this is, well, this you get is us Patreon. for free. Yeah. This is, a pa- they described, they, so I'm looking at, um, the Verge right now posted an article about it, and they yeah they compared it to Patreon because like Patreon has been hugely successful because of that, where you yeah. get like and it's great because it helps like that money goes towards like so many things for that particular platform to yeah, you know, put out content. You're or supporting or the artist. Yeah, or like if they're putting out merch, that kind of stuff. Like it helps to you know that part of that money goes into their pockets, which is great. Um, I've I've been a Patreon supporter in the past when I've had like the means to do so, mm-hmm. and it's been awesome to be like ah oh, dope like behind the scenes type of stuff, which is popular, even going back to. 
um, reality television type stuff, like when you have that extra paid subscription to see like, you know, Big Brother After Dark or like <laughs> Untucked or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, get those. Sure. So it works. People want to see the nitty gritty. People want to see the stuff that isn't so glossy and so whatever. They want to see the extra, extra bit. But like Twitter, like they already introduced um, stories, but they call them fleets. Yeah, for the gay community was hilarious. <laughs> um, but I, I was like, get, this is disgusting. Why would you do this? So they're like, mm, make, and I'll get notifications every once in a while to be like, make sure to watch so-and-so's fleet before it disappears. I'm like, uh. I just won't. I won't. <laughs> you didn't have to have stories, Twitter. That's not part of your platform. Oh, man. 140 characters or less. Can we just can we just keep it nice and tight? We can't. But now we have to have super follows. This feels like Tinder. <laughs> but it's like there's there, it's like it's it's the next level where you know I guess creators are feeling that they're all gravitating towards. I mean, a lot of athletes are now telling their stories and want to own and handle how those stories get dealt with, right? So mm-hmm. fair. And I mean, I get it. That um, I think my I think black folk should have we should have our own particular space if that's the case that's owned and strictly dealt with us because we have been pony backed for many of these social media platforms in terms of just getting them off the ground yeah, um, and making them a thing. Um, I don't know of the existence of one in Canada, but I know Amanda Seals in the U.S. has done Smart, Funny, and Black, which is a, you know, you pay into this app, but it is, that's entirely the design. It's an intellectual safe space of yeah. black conversation, and that's what's up. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, in spaces like that, I'm like, I think the whole process, I think the whole thing is just kind of idiotic because you're going to get whatever information you want eventually at some point if yeah. you're that hell bent on really figuring out what. Um, yeah, people are still going to. Someone is really actually saying. Yeah, but and even at the same the time, it's like some people, I mean, there's so many different forms of podcasting now, platforms as well that are just. Um, being capitalized, I can't remember which one of it is ad free chat or something. Just you know, like you, but you got oh. stuff. You got it. Everybody's trying to capitalize and make spaces for people to get capitalized. And, yeah. and at some point, I don't know how long term that can possibly be. Um, but we'll see. And that just one of those things that just scratches my head, and I'm just like, okay, this is really getting out of hand at this point. Uh, how many people like? Are all these people really valued for their opinions? Someone does, uh, you know. And, and that's for some uh, of them, that's really scary. And I mean, Someone I say, that, I say that, I, s- I say that, I just say that to myself when I'm just looking at half this stuff. Because I'm like, really, who wants to sit here for half an hour and listen to these people talk? Like, but the people that love us, yeah. <laughs> well, we're special, but you know, like, it's let true. us know if you like Patreon just, in the future because that'd be pretty dope. All right. <laughs> well, we poo poo on it all. I, I do. <laughs> but our Patreon content will include such things as our Cribs episode of John and the Coat Rack. Hey, he shows know. us around. Join us for some content of si- Sounds of Silence with John. Yeah. ASMR. Get a ASMR with Antonia. <laughs> and uh, spoken word with Jan. Guys. Uh, you hate it. And also it all. merch eventually because I keep writing down T-shirt ideas. Yeah, hate people it. People keep giving us ideas for for merch whenever they listen to the podcast. So eventually we're gonna have to give the people what they want. Sure. Patches. Uh, to segue <laughs> off of what John was just saying, like, do people really value what you're, or that interested in what you're saying? For me, it's these quote-unquote relationship experts and those who give, like, bite-sized relationship advice. And I'm like, doctor or PhD have nothing to do with your name. Like, you're just 
you got through your own breakup and now you're giving broad stroke generalizations or but like here's also the like thing though. I can't here's yeah. also the thing though <laughs> it's, it's it's not the fact that there's these opportunities are presenting to people it's the people that just go out there blindly and just throw out their 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 issues and and stuff out there by for unqualified people to talk about yeah and for that to get carried on Those and thrown out to the rest has of the world a kid so and decides just, yeah. they're parental you know? experts like now they've got the the mommy blog i'm like okay you you've managed to keep this kid alive as well like yeah. what so you're not an expert at other people's children because you successfully the, birthed a couple children or one the hubris to say you know what yeah Everyone needs to know I'm interesting enough to just put this out there. The people need to hear how I do it all. The how <laughs> how me and this man stay together. And they're almost always hetero couples. I'm like, you're yeah. the least interesting of all. And it's the least difficult Why thing to keep going. You want the other drama from other people? Like, yes. I'm just like, who cares? <laughs> yes. Keep give it me to some, yourself. Give me Nobody some, wants uh, If you're going to do it, I... Because clearly there's an audience for it because there are people who who just are existing as families that have loyal followings and subscribers. And I'm like, what are you bringing to the table that isn't just like anybody in your neighborhood Nothing. or anybody you else? You just have to have a willingness to put yourself on camera and put your all your business out there yeah. and feel no ways about this it. This is strictly a Kardashian-related problem. Like, this, the writer strike of, I forget what year it no, happened. I that feel like this is encompasses this whole in all this podcast episode that we've been talking about. <laughs> it's, you know, the whole reality TV, the, the, the need to have to go on there and just, you know, be famous, I guess. Because I don't know, like... Let's be honest. Well, who, what reality TV star who came up to reality TV star is like filthy rich. Like these aren't long term things. These are just or things or just mentally adjusted. That honestly, because you can be filthy like, you know, rich. And I'm just fine. Not <laughs> like, they're not. Yeah, they're Think not about good. this. Hollywood used to have old retirement homes for old actors and stuff. Now they're going to have to right. be putting now now that now the next phase of these awesome. retirement and homes. I should volunteer there. Honestly, sounds so dope. The next phase of this is now going to be reality TV shows and. You know, insta famous people who are famous for a whole two years or whatever. I was gonna say if they make it to out. retirement, like <laughs> whatever happened to that that that, that little big kid. This um, is the the TikTok asylum. He's just big. I can't even remember what he did. What um, but about? he was like basically dragged around the whole country. I mean, the states just showing up at every single event. I um, wish I knew what you were talking. What about. kid president? What? No, no, no. This little black kid he was big. Just. I don't know what he did. I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I got <laughs> Whatever happened? It to was him? many, many, many. Um. What happened to him? Never heard of him. That's, That's what happened. Middle, many insta famous peoples ago. Oh, you that's know. not helpful. <laughs> also, I really hope we're doing a better track of keeping track of history. This than what we're doing. No, right I don't want to keep track of this at all. Like, <laughs> like you just, really have to think about this. I just okay? need this archived, like in a in a Tolkien universe Westeros type of way. Like, I need. I need this well documented so this this can be reviewed later. I would like a I would like a reality TV family tree. <laughs> yes, I know there's a grad student out there doing this right now for your thesis or dis- yeah. dissertation. Yeah, think you so much. Tom. When you get this. your but grade, make it public. Though. Think about this, though. Stephen. I'd like you to make this public. Think about this, though. <laughs> Future generations, past generations, when they come back to Earth or revisit Earth history, feel so bad. For there's going to be a point where, th- like this. This point where they're just like, what, 
what happened? <laughs> what happened here? Like, yeah. What happened? I want to say even before they touch down, they're going to go, huge what glitch. is that? <laughs> they're not touching down after they watch this stuff. <laughs> maybe they will. No, they're like, going to just fly by, maybe, let it burn. Maybe. Someone, Someone's just going to be like, why didn't they just put landlines back? Like, things seem to work so that much better so, than so many problems. That was, like, yeah. Oh my, it gave us wireless yeah. stuff, and the whole world just went like, tits up. They like just <laughs> put they, the landlines back. They caved into the worst of yeah. their own human nature, oh and they just gosh. allowed that to happen, and here we go. Yeah. Like we're we're going to be described the way the, the way they, we, the way we describe the Roman Empire. Someone's going to talk to talk about us. No, they are, and they and no with great like, detail. What a gang of with idiots! Great detail with because impeccable they detail. captured it all. Yeah. Yeah. These morons filmed, filmed every single thing that they did. Yeah, yeah, and they were worried about what type of yeah what level of um was a four K ten eighty p seven twenty. Did they film it in the right? Look at these morons. Filming things portrait. upright, all that Stop. stuff. Everything in portrait mode, never in. This land- is it. <laughs> Everything in landscape, not in portrait. Children. <laughs> so the CBC basement has an entire vault of like news footage and like archival footage, whatever. So I have this dr- this honest to god dread of things like of just hey everybody, it's your girl Vicky. Just living, in, like just in these archives of the future, and I'm just like, but this but. is what it is. Be proud, everybody. Every time you enter these challenges, this is what we're you're gonna be remembered for. Like for anybody who has ever watched stories that I have put up, because I do like to jokingly, yeah, do like grocery hauls, <laughs> like other. <laughs> Stupidness, because it brings me joy to parody the things that go on in the internet. Yes. I'll put a fun filter on. I'll talk in a really weird tone of voice. It's a whole thing. I've had people ask for these things, and like I've had people say, "Why don't you make a YouTube channel?" I'm like because I cannot take it seriously. Yeah, it will die. The YouTube channel. I have YouTube channels. I tried singing and doing things for a bit, and then I privated all of them. I think maybe. Don't look me up. <laughs> um, and I was just like, "Nope, this can't." I don't have the longevity. It's not the ones me. I do understand. Are those who are bringing a skill like yes. how YouTube didn't just become a completely worldwide accessible DIY channel? Thank you. Or like how to chant. I don't understand how this isn't what happened. No, it's because <laughs> they it's when they start. Well, I mean, it's useful stats, right? information. It's stats. <laughs> they, I mean, they, that was all YouTube was before prior to all of a sudden personality and. You know, putting uh, people uh, really starting to capitalize their. I mean, there there are makeup artists who are making entire names for themselves, and yeah, no, not YouTube's and been uh, yeah, like, well, like people, it's I, YouTube's, it's almost gone its full circle to this point now. Listen, from two thousand and five, wow, until now, YouTube has changed immensely, and I'm like. I like to get lost in other people's lives. I like to watch videos where people are cleaning their houses. I like to watch people of DIYing things in their spaces. I enjoy... John made Papa blood vessel. His brow was furrowed <laughs> so tightly. I enjoy watching other people live their very different lives from mine. I enjoy it. Okay. I will not apologize for it. I enjoy it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm all for a roller skate video, but... I'm not about to follow you for years. I'm not about to care about your engagement, your child, your whatever. Like, no, this is very content specific. Like, I, 
I care about Same. your next pair of roller skates. If there wasn't an audience for it, it would have died. Yeah, honestly. But there's an audience. Yeah, entirely. Like, because obviously, enough of us out here love watching other people live their lives. That obviously, are not media out. creators can't churn fast enough, which is why we have these tiny like house hubs, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out we're old and don't understand the internet. These people are natural born idiots, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Wow, John throws some real surprises in that soundboard. That's right. I would be lying if I said that I don't every once in a while jump into people's DMs and congratulate them on whatever, you know. Some wow. people I have rapport with. There are people that respond and we, we you know, they know of me. And, you know. Okay. It's a thing. <laughs> and like I said, I'm not trying to sound like I'm taking away the validity of your existence because obviously – do your thing clearly someone wants to watch um and for those who know me and know exactly which youtube creator i'm speaking of just keep that to yourself (laughs) i said some shade (laughs) so (laughs) and i stand by it but yeah i just okay cool get whatever you're getting out of the content you're taking in i don't understand it and i will take it one step further is to say don't explain it to me (laughs) (laughs) You need a water break. Two of you are two of you are put out by this. <laughs> two of you are stressed. I'm over here being like, yeah, YouTube. I just very much, much how I enjoy like snooping around other people's houses, I like watching other people live their lives. So. All right, we're, we're at a time. <laughs> Don't invite me over. Hey, why is that cable unplugged? <laughs> what? No, I'm not destroying property. I'm just, while you're doing the downstairs tour, I'm already upstairs in the master bedroom. You know, I don't have time for this kitchen tour. Just being a weirdo. <laughs> Where's Antonia? Up here. So the takeaway is, John hates your animals and your children. <laughs> Antonia can't wait to lurk around Top your house. Those. Yep. <laughs> Let me babysit your kids. <laughs> and I'm not here for your stupid ass relationship advice. <laughs> when you probably don't know shit. <laughs> and whatever you do know, stop trying to put it in four slides. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Essentially, I'm the person here who watches the things, so you don't have to. Yeah. And I did learn something about you two today. <laughs> I learned just how tightly John's brow can furrow. <laughs> Although we could probably exceed that max one rep. One day. And I've learned that Antonia's probably snooped in my room at some point. Probably now. You've probably gone through luggage. What? That's nah, next level. I mean... Only surface it level things. Is I don't it? dig. I'm not a not a PI. <laughs> I'm concerned Antonia's I'm read. I don't know what that strange smell is. What's that? <laughs> I'm concerned Antonia's read my journal. Oh no. You would have known. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to keep that a secret from you. <laughs> I would have let something slip by now. She'd like, have snitched ah, on herself. No. You would have how'd you know that? I'm like, no what? I made it up. Ah. <laughs> and then try to fall asleep on command. <laughs> oh my god. Claim a fugue state or something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So on that, (laughs) John has not breathed in two minutes. (laughs) So while Antonia performs CPR, I'll remind you of the ways to get in touch with us. Uh, We're on Twitter for some reason at not that sorry pod, (laughs) but you know, the, the baseline, we're not, we're not premium. Uh, What am I? I don't understand the words I'm saying. Doesn't make any sense. Um, (laughs) We're on Instagram at not that sorry podcast. Um, If you like us, rate and review us. We might read them out loud. Probably not. I don't like you all anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so when at the time of release, it'll be close to the day that Big Brother Canada uh, premieres. So 
Go ahead and watch it so we, because we're going to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, just going to go headlong into this nonsense. I'm going to watch Big Brother Canada and wish I was watching Man Tracker. Because I loved that show. Yes. I don't care. <laughs> it's the closest thing to Canada's Survivor I'm going to get. That's so true. And I loved that show. We should never have a Canada Survivor. People would die. Yeah. That's probably why we don't have it. There's no insurance. that, and no. Nor would the Survivor series come up north of Michigan to do oh. anything. Oh, no. <laughs> and yet they still haven't done, like, Survivor Compton or Survivor... Southside Chicago. Like, we haven't done, like, an inner city survival because they know what it is. They ain't surviving Bad. Shit. <laughs> also, snitches. <laughs> you can't be filming people out here in these streets. I guess. <laughs> I guess. But, yeah. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will catch you next week. <laughs>